The Crows AGM last night, they had a 14% uplift in revenue, posted an operating profit, are debt-free as they launch into their redevelopment and earn the pride strategic vision. Joining us, Club CEO Tim Silvers. Tim, can I start with the financials um, from a Crow lover? Um, it's a nice set of numbers. Yeah, thanks, Roy. Yeah, it's been a good year off the field, um, you know, to be able to um, put forward an operating profit, $2.6 million and a cash profit in excess of five has been an outstanding result. And, um, you know, when I got to the club a couple of years back, COVID had just sort of rampaged through us and the whole industry, we were down 40% of our staff and we $6 million in debt. So come two years later, we've been able to reset, rebuild, you know, pay off all the debt and be nearly close to pre-pandemic staffing level. So mm. we feel like we're ready to, um, you know, l- launch the next five years. It's a great positive to be in. A, a near record 63,000 members I read. That's a nice bounce back, as you said, from COVID. What do your 11-game memberships look like this year? Because that was always the benchmark for the Crows. Uh, again, that's been really, really strong so far in the off-season. Um, I think in terms of actual reserve seat holders, that if that's in excess of 23,000, which is just an, an amazing amount in a stadium of 53, that um, 23,000 of our members have already secured their seats. So... Um, that, that again has been positive, but as you would have seen from, from our plan, we'd like to expand and grow our numbers because we, we've got a heap of supporters, not only in the state of South Australia, but also across the country. And we, we just want to convert more of them into members because members are the lifeblood of our club yeah. and they'll help us drive us and make us stronger. Hey, Tim, uh, the debt itself, it said that you've cleared it well ahead of schedule. I was just wondering how long initially did you guys think it would take to clear? Uh, the initial financial schedule was uh, we're trying to repay the debt by the end of 2025. So, uh, oh, wow. um, uh, many, many mm. years earlier. So we've um, been able to get, I suppose it's come around a few things, cost control, but as well as, you know, corporate partners continue to jump on board and we've had long-term partners like Toyota for, that have continued to stick with us as well as our, our membership continues to grow. So we've been able to resurrect it pretty quickly, and um, it's been satisfying. But there's a, when we're looking at building a training and admin facility that's world-class, mm. um, we don't want to be in debt when um, potentially we're going to be going back to the bank to ask for some more support. Yeah, fair enough. Um, your membership increased 5% uh, to get to a near-record 63,000 members. Um, what would you like to see that growth in the future? Well, like we said last night, we'd love it to get to that 100,000 mark um, across the country in, in the next five years. But in, the, in terms of the short term, that the, what we're, um, I suppose, eyeing off is, the, is our record, which was just under 65. So uh, that's, our, that's our first target. Okay. Um, we also had 6,000 um, AFLW members last year, which was the second in the competition behind Sydney. And we're also trying to eye off if we could secure that number one mantle because I think we do have the best women's team in the competition, so we'd like to reflect that with the highest membership. Mm. Let's go through the Earn the Pride strategy. We'll start with the development. What's just a quick update, and when will you start, and, and what debt do you think you'll need to carry? Uh, look, in terms of debt, we, we think the maximum debt that we could carry is around that $20 million number, mm. and so it, it is It is a loss, but um, that's the maximum. We wouldn't want to go into that amount, so we're... we're going through fundraising at the moment. There's a number of different stakeholders that are going to support in terms of the funding, which is federal, potentially state, 
local AFL, as well as some of our fundraising internally and potentially some liquidation of assets. So there's a big funding pie that's behind it. But our maximum capacity, we think, is is 20 mil. And in terms of where the facility's at, it's been it's been a bit of a journey, I must admit, but we're still progressing. Uh, we're going through our second phase of public consultation. There's, I think, tonight we've got um, an open drop-in session at uh, West Adelaide's ground and also on Saturday morning, uh, members of the local community can come down and look at our plans because we're hopeful to finish up with a master plan advisory group in the next month and potentially put up to the council a final master plan to continue and get closer to developing. Yeah. Oh, Tim, $20 million, and you'll have that paid off in three years the way you did the last debt. Oh, well, that's how we roll, Timmy. <laughs> we don't like debt. That's good. But how long did you anguish over the statement, we exist to win premierships? Um, and it, look, it's why we play, it's why we coach, it's why we administer, it's why we sponsor and why we sit our bums in the seats. A premiership for the AFL team was your statement, the club statement. When and how long and how many? In terms of our what we're putting forward... We're, we're expecting an AFL men's premiership by 2027. And we, we think that people are going to say that's aspirational. But we've been at a concerted list management build over the last couple of years. Matthew Nick's been in for three years. We think we've got some really good young talent. Um, we've, we've brought in some other players like Jordan Dawson and Isaac Rankin that are topping us up. And over the next few years, we're, we're going to need to bring in more free agents and trade targets, we think, to take us to that next level. But we exist. This industry is about winning. Um, we can't shy away from that. So there's going to be pressure with that, but um, you've got to embrace the pressure. Sometimes pressure is a privilege. Hey, Tim, uh, there was a big article this week on uh, the history of many plans and strategies that AFL clubs have taken out and perhaps haven't achieved. But is it a case of you're damned if you do and damned if you don't put one out? A little bit. Like we've we've been building on this for 12 months internally, so we've had all the key leaders across the club got their fingerprints in this, and we've we've launched it internally in the last couple of weeks, and we've talked about being open and honest, and um, you know, talking to our members and fans, and it just felt like the right thing to do. That this is what we're aiming for. We should tell our members and fans, and if that um, cops some criticism, so be it. Mm. A lot of your members live in the now. I know I do, Tim, as a family of Crows. How about this year? Are you expecting a top eight finish? Are you expecting a, a spike in the results? Oh, look, well, I know that our club has improved. Like I, I can see that in the off-season. Off I can see that in our... In our playing group, we've brought in Isaac Rankin as well. We feel like we've improved as a group. And even what we put on the park last week, we, we feel like we're showing some promising signs. Um, and we feel like we can challenge the best teams. Um, what we haven't done in the last couple of years has just been more consistent. So that, that is, um, that is going to be our challenge to do it more consistently this year. But I feel like we, we've improved. Um, the next challenge for us is just to see what the opposition can put up against us. Are you all in this year? What, what if you stall? What if, dare say, you go backwards on the ladder, Tim? What's the contingencies there? Because, I mean, we are getting impatient. And, 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 and I'll declare it, I am, and you can hear it in my voice, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear it, and I, we're, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. We're, we're all about winning. Um, we we want to win. We want to progress. But this we, we made a decision as a club a couple of years ago to go through this process, which was a which was a, a rebuild, and we've got to stay the course. There's going to be ups and downs. Oh, I, I understand that, but I, I believe we've got the right people in the right seats 
And we just need to add some more talent over the next couple of years to ensure that we're at the top end of the ladder. Are the community programs that uh, you want accessible to 100,000 participants, um, how does that look and what sort of programs are they? Uh, look, what we've done in terms of our community teams, we've brought in an executive to lead that and we've highlighted just some areas that we're going to focus on, which is health, mental health, education and inclusion. So we're going to have three key pillars. Yep. We're going to, um, uh, so they're going to be our priorities as well as we're going to develop a program, which is Pro's Care, which will be catch-all. So we're not necessarily export, experts in it, but we want to use the power of sport and the power of the Crows brand to employ experts that help that can help deliver great community programs all across the state. So that, that's what we're committed to, and we're also going to seek some, some funding to support us in delivering that. Okay. Foodland Tech's just come through. Are you going to declare we'll make the eight this year? I put a stake in the ground last night, Rowie, about we're going to win a premiership in five years. I'm not going to fall for that um, this time. But what, what I said before is that I'm confident, I'm very, very confident as a club, we've improved and every player on our list I'm about to go to Perth, they, they want to play finals and I, I'm no different. Um, so that's what we're going to go out there and try to achieve. Yeah. I feel under your guidance and the board's support, we have a strong platform. These numbers state that. I love the strategic plan. It's not too outlandish. It's there for all to read. Now you have to live that. Let's hope you do and let's hope it starts this year, Tim, because... Um, Crockies, I'm sick of Tim sitting next to me with his club up there and me down there, and he's giving me the earth of kits. We Tim, finished so, 11th. Well, hang on. He's still above <laughs> us. Tim, go get him, mate. Thanks for your time, and get him up tomorrow night. We'll be calling. All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. Continue, continue support. We, we really appreciate it. Yeah, Tim Silver's there with the strategic plan. That's a great set of numbers. $5.35 million cash operating profit, yeah. 40% uplift. Their membership is good as any. Remember, we've just had COVID. Well, I'm, I'm, and, and, Timmy, they are debt-free. Yeah, the thing is... COVID, I reckon, has actually helped a lot of clubs refocus. Well, it has for this club. Well, Port Adelaide the same. Clearly, a lot of clubs were ran too fat. And we said that. They've adjusted. Well done. But I think a lot of members are like me. And 8223 Are you starting to get impatient? Are you confident where they are now? This year, they need to bounce forward. For me, they're all in. Tim Silvers, our guest.